<laughs> so about, I don't know, 10 years ago, um, a friend of mine gave me a Starry Night fountain pen from Visconti, and it's like a $200 fountain pen um, retail. And I was ecstatic because it's really my grail pen. I loved it and put ink in it, and it was a barely controlled leak. It was terrible. I mean, it wrote like crap. And mm. I ended up hanging on to it for a couple of years in a box and then gifted it to somebody else and said, good luck to you. It writes like shit. See, what I've found is that if I buy a pen that I think is nice and I pay good money for it, I lose it in less than three days. But if I get a pack of big pens that I don't give a fuck about, people <laughs> will find me and say, hey, you lost this. <laughs> I, I hate when my pen leaks and I don't know about it. Yeah, I can't stand that. I understand. I've only ever had one pen explode on me, and that was in high school. The dryer gets a lot of pens for me. Yeah, the dryer has eaten a lot of <laughs> a lot of regular pens. Oh, <laughs> probably clothes too. Oh Did yeah, I, yeah, like, fuck shit up. <laughs> you guys have such tough lives. It's, it's uh, horrible. Like the smallest drop unlivable. of the smallest drop of raw ink out of a tube of a pen, it can this spread is, over like your entire arm. Oh, uh, uh, is this what the peons deal with every day? <laughs> I've got this this ink called Bay State Blue, and it's a it's an electric blue color. That's it's no other ink is like it. I love it, but it's that that ink is in fucking destructible. It's completely waterproof. You have to have harsh chemicals to remove it, even from metal. It's almost a dye. And a couple of years ago, I was inking up a fountain pen after drinking and knocked a bottle of that stuff over and you know part of our beige carpet has now got this two foot by two foot dark <laughs> blue stain in it that is never ever <laughs> coming out probably the only person i've ever heard of that was inking up pens while drunk and made a huge <laughs> yeah well you have to know a fountain pen geek so yeah 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 I mean, of all, I mean, how many times have we been there when, you know, get a little drunk, start inking up your pens and <laughs> you knock over the well? And yeah, we've all, we've, we've, yep. all we've all there. been there. Yeah. Honey, how well, many pens have you inked tonight? None <laughs> <laughs> your business. A lost cap. I can stop whenever I want. No, That's personal. Yeah. I want to thank you to stay out of my personal affairs. <laughs> That's none of well, your damn anyway, business. Do you um do you guys want to do a podcast? Uh this is it looks at date on computer, July 15, 2021. <laughs> I'm Commander Jan Trax, and this is the Loose Screws Podcast. Finally. I think I might leave that in. I don't know. Oh, we'll see. Please don't. <laughs> Whatever Nurgle says, please don't. You, you gotta know, man. You gotta know. <laughs> that we has a strong off, influence on me. <laughs> we were way off the rails. No one needs to hear that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, tonight for the show, I am joined by Commander Dubs. Hi. Hi. Uh, NL Hate wandered in here at the last possible instant. <clears throat> Directly on time. Precisely on time. Commander Lieutenant... Oh, blew it. Blew it. Start over. Fire this take, guy. Take two. Take two. Commander, Lieutenant Commander Data. Hello. Hey, good evening. Nurgle. 
Good evening, uh, everybody. Already introduced himself much more thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> and Ty Worsham. You you still I, get your real name. I do. And, and I don't know if y'all know this, but every time you introduce me, I wave like somebody can see. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I can feel it. It's the, when you look at somebody, you think they're waving at you, and you wave back, but they're actually looking past you at somebody else. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, I do that all the time. I am so self-centered. I'm just like, oh, this person's waving at me. They know me. I don't know who the hell they are, but they know me. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> Fantastic. I have been thousands of miles away from home. Someone waving, <laughs> clearly not waving at me. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I um I actually think we're striking just the right mood for the podcast tonight because I have no idea what I even feel like talking about on this show. I'm really just going to let everybody else drive. Um, the things that happened this week, David Braven speaks. A small patch came out that changed some engineer recipes. Uh, loose screws went to war. Uh, and, well, actually, let's be honest. All those headlines don't matter because the Steam Deck was announced Oh my and God! Steam that might deck. be all we talk about because I couldn't be in Discord for more than twenty seconds without a new person popping in and going, "Hey, did you hear about that Steam Deck?" <laughs> Pre-order, okay. right? All of us together at once. One, two, <laughs> three. Right. Steam Deck. Oh, Steam, Steam Deck. Deck. Oh, terrible. It'll probably run Elite better than consoles. Ooh. Oh, no. oh shoot. <laughs> too soon. Not sorry. So, um, you mind if I say yeah. a couple things first? Not at all. Okay. So, first of all, I wasn't here last week. And uh, last week, uh, I got an email from Commander Buzz Tightgear. Now, those that have been with the show long enough remember that Buzz was like, like the second or third person we ever interviewed on the show. Back when yeah. we were still doing commander interviews, which, by the way, I think we should start doing that again. Uh, we we're doing right do- one, one right now. You just don't know it. No. Um, it was Nurgle. It's about pens. <laughs> riveting about interview, too. Specifically. Riveting. Riveting. Um, <laughs> so so he, he messaged me. Um, he, 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 he's a first responder down in Austin, and... He's kind of had a hell of a year. Uh, he told me a little bit about it, but it looks like it's all working out for him, so that's good. But uh, he mentioned uh, how I can't remember the guy's name. I don't have the email in front of me. This is me prepared here, and I'll I will find it, put it in the show notes, surely. Um, but anyway, he he. I mean, if it just pull up the Discord, stop flying your spaceship top, pull up the Discord. Be responsible and get the information. Oh, guys. Uh, anyway, he's done. This guy has done VR conversions of like Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, can I see his stupid name? Although his name's not stupid, I just can't remember it. I can't find it in this email because there's a bunch of stuff in this email. Uh, la, 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 la. But anyway, um, Luke Ross, that's his name. Luke Ross. Um, he's on YouTube. Check him out. He's got some cool videos. I've actually heard of this guy beforehand. I watched his uh, Red Dead Redemption 
uh, two video, which was great. Um, but, uh, these are just mods. So here's kind of my thoughts about this. I don't really want a mod to be able to play in VR and elite. Uh, I, I don't think I should have. Oh, to no, of course not. Of course so not. while I like the idea of it basically going third party and I kind of wish FDev would open up some more things to third party to where we could have some more uh, flexibility in the game itself as far as like, you know, interface and stuff like that. Um, I don't I don't think I want them to fully open it up to where we can it can go crazy, you know. That's just kind of my thoughts about it. Um, but uh, oh, so really we're talking good... about like like somebody modding. I mean it, huh? Yeah, modding to make it VR. But it, well, that's 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 tough though because much of the game is VR compatible. Yeah. Well, it would basically just focus on the Odyssey aspects, so that are not VR compatible uh. right now. Although apparently they are VR. <laughs> Compatible because there's been some leaked videos where people have like be able to trick it out to where you, and you like, just use the use the external cam, just put it inside the player model's head. Right. So basically, you can do it. You just don't have a target reticle. Right. And apparently, there's been people who had like some weird glitches happen that it actually worked fully in VR, but it didn't stay that way for 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 very long. So. Mm. But anyway, um, but it was good to it was good to hear from him. I had messaged him a little bit ago about some other stuff, actually work related stuff because we kind of work in a not in the same field but in similar fields. Uh, I just do the IT support side. He actually does the thing where he, you know, runs into burning buildings and shit. So not doing that yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, it, it was really cool to hear from him. I'm I told him I would talk to I mentioned it on the show last week, but I wasn't here last week because. Work happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's number one. Number two is uh, I'm going to talk about the Steam Deck for just a minute. Um, Buckle up. I, have, I know. <laughs> I, I have weird feelings about this because here's the thing. As much as I want this, it doesn't do VR. So I'm kind of like, damn, if I, if I want this, <laughs> do, I, do I really want this? Because it doesn't do VR, Ty. There's no way you can do VR on it. But in... It plays your Steam games on the it, go. Exactly. And I think I definitely do want this because, man, I think it's just, I have wanted something like this but, ever since they did the Steam OS back in the day. So Why not just use a laptop? It, man, it's <laughs> oh. not the same. It's not the same. It, it feels wrong. Use the laptop. What kind of, you know, what kind of, you know, good a timeout. Your timeout. Your timeout. <laughs> What a monster! No, on a, on on VR, Nintendo made this cardboard thing you can use on your Switch and turn it into a for a VR experience. Let's use that. Oh, good. Strap the strap the uh, oh, yeah. Steam Deck to your face. Well, there you go. <laughs> we got to figure it out. Yeah. We have the technology. <laughs> the oh, Steam, I'm so. picturing that, and they got the hands up because you still oh. got to work the Joy Cons and yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. have. Yeah, you can play uh, Mario Odyssey in VR or a form of Mario Odyssey in VR, but you have to you still have to hold the controllers on the side of the console, which is strapped to your face. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. But uh, I, okay. Okay. 
I really like this the idea of it. I I have so many platform games that I don't play because I feel like they should be on a console. So yeah, I, I think that, I want this. And it's that price point, right? I mean, it starts at four hundred dollars for sixty four gigs of internal storage. Yeah, I mean, that's, it, that's what draw a lot of people, right? And I also like the idea to be able to, be able to play like turn based uh, MMO or turn based uh, RPGs like. Baldur's Gate and um, mm-hmm. uh, Divinity. I like that idea a lot, you know? So, yeah. Put me down. I'm down. Nice. You played that uh, um, new D&D game. Uh, what's it called? Baldur's Gate? Or the, no. D&D, the actual D&D No, game? there's a... There's Dark a Alliance. One. Dark Alliance yeah. 3 or something like that. Yeah, keep in mind, that's not a full-blown RPG or that's like a action RPG. Um, and you're playing as characters that while I may love those characters, I don't know if I want to play them in a video game. It's mm-hmm. like one of those things, you know? So. I heard it's not great. Anyways. I heard it's a train yeah. wreck. Yeah. Is it really a train wreck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. the, the, it appears to be a buggier release than Odyssey. <laughs> really? Hey. Oh. Shh. Oof. The stick by which we measure things now, I guess. Yeah. Scary. Well, um, yep, it's going to be that kind of night. Hey, uh, Dubs, how have you been this past week, my friend? What you been up I to? I have actually been playing a lot of Elite Dangerous. Hey, but have y'all heard about this new uh, Steam Deck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what you been up to this past week and what's your feelings on the Steam Deck? Let me know. Uh, no, I Holler. think they, y'all, 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 y'all got that one good enough. But uh, no, last week's been boring. I've literally just been playing between Elite Dangerous and fucking uh, what's that other one? Star Citizen. You've been playing it for a week. You think I could remember the name? Oh, so you find both of them boring? But uh, oh no, I'm just murdering the shit out of things in CZs because we need it. We must win. We cannot let the Fednecks have this. I really appreciate your gusto, sir. <laughs> Yes, if there ever was a time to use curse words, this must be it. Uh, great. Hey, NL Hate, how have you been this past week? What are you up to, and what are your feelings on the stream deck? Sure, I'm glad you asked me. I missed four four graphics cards in the Best Buy drop, and then I slept through the AMD drop this morning, so I didn't get anything from that either. And I learned that the Zotac store only takes PayPal, but not credit cards. Really? Yeah. I would be highly suspicious. I don't think I would buy a Zotac card anyway because I guess I'm an elitist, but come on, man. Uh, I wouldn't buy a Zotac card either. <laughs> there's some other brands that are having some overheat issues that none of the Zotac cards are having right now. So yeah, want a cold running card, maybe don't buy, you know, a certain Dragon Emblem company's cards and get a Zotac instead because they're running about $100 cheaper for the Zotac and it runs cooler. Uh, and my thoughts on the Nintendo Switch OLED are it definitely could have been a, a, a superior product. Uh, Nintendo really is selling, selling itself short. But it will get well some very deep blacks on their screen. Not that any of the games you play on a Switch are going to be that dark. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely cool, and they're still technically available, and actually out already. You you forget the most important point, my friend, that the dock on the OLED switch will feature an Ethernet port. 
if you're going to pay the premium for the new screen, wouldn't it be a mobile unit? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've actually lost track of which way we are currently with the joke. Yeah. Um, um, hey, Data, what have you been up to this past <laughs> week? How are you feeling on the uh, Stream Deck? Not, not much. How about you? Oh, wait, wait. I, time out. Is it the Steam Deck or Stream Deck? I thought it was the Steam Dream Deck. Day. Steam Deck. Steam it's Deem, Deck. It's Valve they're, Steam. They're both, stream they're Deck both is things. Yeah. They're both things. Yeah, the Stream Deck is, yeah, you know, it's a button box for for, okay, okay. for automating things. Okay, that's what I thought, because you just said Stream Deck, and before you said Steam Deck, and I thought it was Steam Deck Wait, the whole I time. Wait, did I really? You did. We read between no, the no, lines. No, Hate was, Hate was talking about the, the new Switch with an OLED screen. Right. But either way it goes, it's not a Stream Deck. Did I really say Stream Deck? I yes. think you did. One you did. point. All right. I didn't mean to say that. All right. All right. Well, I'm sorry about that. Confuse the shit out of me. Funny, you know I'm not, not sorry. <laughs> I've I've had a little bit of time to game this week. I'd say my time's been evenly split between Star Citizen and Elite. I've been getting into this V640 war. Yes. Pretty war, pretty yeah. heavy. Between that and palling around with dubs and in Star Citizen in my my week. And I really think this Steam Deck, I mean, it evokes the same emotions as the Nokia Engage in me. So fair to say, <laughs> pretty happy, pretty excited about it. Flawless. Okay. And uh, Nurgle, uh, tell... tell <laughs> Tell us more about that. No, no, we're not going back into that. We've done more than enough of my boring esoteric hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, you know, we were talking before we started recording about my crashing issues. So I've just been uh, trying to squeeze in a, a CZ between crashes. And uh, I said, you know, last week I reinstalled Elite twice. Yeah. Still trying to figure out what's going on. I think Ty gave me some good pointers to look at tonight to, to hopefully try to figure out what's going on with that. But uh, it's it's sucking my will to to play quite substantially because I can't go, you know. Well, I, I did manage to play this afternoon for about an hour without crashing. So I can't say yeah. that it's, but, you know, I crashed 15 minutes ago, so. It's kind of hard to keep up with what it's doing. And uh, my my thoughts on the Steam Deck are really couldn't care less. Oh, you're the one. I'm really? the one. You hater. Banana fountain you pen, hater. you don't not want a, it. Not a, not a hater. I'm a Steam Deck agnostic. Don't care. <laughs> Although I, I have a teenager who I'm sure will just die to have one. Right on. Okay. Um, Ty, we already talked to you a bit. Would you want to mm-hmm. tell us more? I mean, I always want to talk, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's, no. um, God, well, what have you been, what, you said work got you last week. Have you been, have, have you been playing any games? What's been going on? What's new with you? I have played a fair amount of Star Citizen. I have played, I think I played Star Citizen with, with uh, Chicken Dubs the other day. Uh, that might have been last week, though. And here's what I'll say about that. Um, FDevs 
response to uh, ship interiors and be able to do EVAs and stuff is, well, you won't really want it. You think you want it, but you don't. You, you'll do it for five minutes and then you won't like it no more. They're completely full of shit. I had some of the most fun I've ever had in a video game. Um, literally uh, hopping out of Doug's uh, ship and then flying around it and then getting back in it and then it bugging out. But, you know, I had fun while I was out and it working. So Don't forget hmm. that you can have fist fights in the cargo bay. Hand to hand combat's the thing. FDM, so, get on it. I want to fight cuts. people in my cargo bay. <laughs> so what you're saying is, is that there's a fight club in Doug's in Doug's yeah. uh, cargo bay. Exactly yeah, what I was going to say. Don't talk about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's just a cop out because there's definitely gameplay there. There's definitely fun to do there, and there's nothing. That's definitely the title. That's definitely the title. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't look at the notes while you're talking. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, 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 it feels like a cop out now. And after kind of what we learned about FDev from your experience, trying to get your refund and all that, I, I have very negative emotions about the upper management at FDev. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like, like lower guys, CM guys, we're good. Like yeah. you guys are great, but, uh, upper management, nah. You guys are lying, not telling the truth, or I don't know what's going on with y'all. So, but yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, let's, um, let's get into, let's, let's get into this a little bit, right? Let's start with a squad update. Let's talk about something for real. Squad update is for real, yeah. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. Yeah, yeah, what have I been doing while I've been playing? Yeah, so there's a war in V640 Cassiopeia. Okay, end of squad update. (laughs) (laughs) Do it, do it right now. Hold on. Yeah, if, if you can hear the sound of my voice... Go to V640 Cassiopeia, find a CZ with the loose screws, and shoot something. <laughs> because we need your help. It's tied 3-3. Tonight, you know, by the time this podcast goes out for first... Oh, there will still be... Download, yeah, there'll be about eight hours left. 20 hours or so by the time this is... I, I'm, oh. I'm putting this out. As soon as we're done, I put this, I put so, this out. So we'll so have this, maybe 20 yeah. hours before the when, tick, yeah. When this goes into your feed, you'll have about 20 hours left before the tick. It's tied 3-3. First person to four wins. This is for control of V640 for a large station and to kick the Fed neck squarely in the nuts. And have we also yeah. about 1730 to 1800 CST. That's when the tick usually rolls. Where do you yeah. want my carrier? Oh, carrier's it, in place already. It's okay. Yeah. Mine, there's carriers. Mine's above the CZ. They're over at the B star, the good yeah. ones, the highs. There's CZs all throughout the system. There's carriers all throughout the systems. There's actually, I think there's 17 ports even in V640. So there should be no shortage of places to refuel, rearm, and repair. Um, you know, we've also got an election going on in Uktomi, which 
by the way, we're losing three to two tonight. So if you want to go run some election missions, we could use some help over there. But Running the big, that currently. Yeah, the, the big deal is the war in V640. We have fought for this twice. Once was when most of us were still out on expedition and we got our butts whipped by the Fednecks. The second time was right around the beginning of Odyssey when we actually won that war. But thanks to the bug in Odyssey, we did not get system control. So this is our third bite at the apple. It's tied 3-3. We need to pull this off and, like I said, kick the Fednecks in the nuts. And there's your system update. Woo. Um, yeah, and and you're not meant. There's there's another war that we cared about, right? But um, yeah, right. mentioning that because no. all powers need to go to the right. To the yeah, you okay. need to stay laser focused on the one that counts. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, next on my note sheet is the Galnet recap. I did not even look at Galnet. Uh, there's a there's a community goal going. Is that true? Yes. Uh, Does anyone know about that and want to talk about it? I, I can cover that. Excellent. Uh, the Marlinist new colonies that have lost control of all the systems that they now occupy are running a community gold for an election over whether or not they want to uh, reform and become an independent state outside of the superpowers and in part give themselves probably a boon in their systems and background simulations so they can take care of their systems. Uh, and the other one is with the neo Marlinists, uh, want to get a Senate seat in the Imperium, and you can trade engineering mats to support either side of that uh, election system that they're running right now. Engineering mats—that's a hard stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got engineering mats. I'm building weapons. Yeah. Uh. Other Imperial stuff going on. Uh, I've been pledged to Ashling Duvall for 26 weeks, and I just ran all my stuff, so I'm buying prismatic shields tonight. Yeek! That's going to kick you in the wallet. Yeah, that's why I hadn't done it earlier. I expected to get more during the expedition. Sad. Yeah. Sad. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've gone out for prismatics twice now in my elite career uh, because the first time I didn't have enough money to overbuy and then I accidentally sold one some time ago. (laughs) Uh, I went back out and and bought some, but, but after the first time I figured out better how to use them and actually I I found some better uses for some of the smaller ones. So I was glad I was able to rebuy a few of those. Um, That's cool. Uh, Okay. Well, thanks for, Doing my job. Um, Wait, there's new drugs to buy in the galaxy. There is also new, part of new new onion head, oh. baby. Helix. We haven't confirmed whether or not it's actually onion head yet. Yeah, they have. Oh, my bad. Onion head gamma, <laughs> gamma strain. It's a new new strain. Yeah. All right. That's fun. Um, it could be illegal everywhere. So. I yeah probably. Uh, I guess this would be a good time to mention the just for continuity's sake to mention the post that uh, Bruce I believe made about uh, recapping the whole, whole Adam Astaire story 
so mm-hmm. far. Um, and now I'm flipping through and realizing that I actually didn't copy that into the show notes, so I'll have to do that. Okay. Uh, anyway, there's a yeah, there was a whole post I think that happened on Tuesday. It was Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. It, it, if you scroll up in chat, the link's there. And uh, okay, super. Yeah, the, the, the recording booth. It's right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, recap of the story. Does anybody want to comment on that? The story so far. Am, am I the only one that kind of like, like have they ever done? A recap like this of anything? I don't think they uh, have. I don't think so. Man, that almost makes me wonder if if they're so it makes me wonder two things. Either one, they're trying to massage what's going on a little bit with everything else with all the negativity, or are they actually or well a better way to put it is were they getting ready to do something big with the console release before mm the the bad news for consoles so the most simple answer is that they're i think they're about at the halfway point of this story i remember a couple weeks ago oh yeah art said they were Mm -hmm. on like part two of six of this story so they're they're about at the halfway point that's what i figure they're posting a nice nice recap yeah which i haven't read but i appreciate (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's definitely it's cool um, I think the story and what they've been doing with it is one of the positive things that's happening right now. Yeah. It's like a, a a light of positivity. So no disrespect for for trying to embrighten that light, I guess. Um, but it, it, I'll tell you what, from my perspective, it left me feeling like, oh, you know, I actually, in my mind, because I, I don't super focus on the Galnet and stuff like that the way some people are able to, but in my mind, it's a little tough to actually keep the continuity of the whole thing and, and remember like, oh yeah, and then this, and then that. Like there's pieces of it that I forget because they're so spread out. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's any better way of handling that. Like it would be insane to try to do them like back to back to back to back days apart, the different parts of these. Um so yeah, I guess I guess what I'm saying is it's helpful. It also sort of points out that like in all these months, it is kind of spread. Like there are things that happen, and then we go a few, we go several weeks sometimes without an event. So you know, you lose track of it a little bit, or at least I do. Maybe it's I'm nice to have that summary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am curious to see where it goes. I'm just curious as why they decided to do it now versus, I mean, because they've had stories like this that span a year, basically. Uh, like with the whole um, uh, Salome saga and the whole um, uh, 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 Thargoid stuff. Like that spanned a year or maybe a little more. And mm-hmm. it's just a little weird, like why they would pick right now to do it versus some of those storylines. That's not to say that, you know, the, you know, the others, you know, this storyline is any less important. This could be like, I'm, I'm genuinely convinced that there's something bigger and larger going on than what we know, but I'm curious if this whole console thing and the way Odyssey release has got them going, well, maybe we need to push that back a little. To slow Just, the story down. Yeah. Where, where Stretch did, out, maybe, where did the Scrivener treasure go? 
Is it not there anymore? No. no. It's moved, to the best of our knowledge, at least one carrier jump away. Mm-hmm. I, thought it, I thought it showed up in one of the uh, Kumu clan. That was the, systems. the blue, blue Viper dredger. Mm-hmm. That Kumo city. That's a different dredger. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. So other, than, <laughs> other than those two missing mega ships, uh, I think that's and, and maybe some other stuff that's not in that that uh, article that they posted. Those are two leads that we haven't yet caught up with. Mm-hmm. Some things still still left unanswered. All right. So then um, let's pop on to uh, dev news, I guess. So on Monday, we have the the great Brabening. Uh, David Braben posts on the forum. Um, what's the title here? Odyssey going forwards. So this, um, I guess I'll. To, to summarize, it is uh, David Braben himself posting on the forum about changes to the sort of uh, the longer, what I'll call a roadmap, and sort of plans and schedules for what's what's going to be happening. And the, the gist of it is uh, changing gears from the console release being the next major thing that will happen to... Uh, uh, Odyssey on PC is still not fixed enough yet, so we're going to concentrate on that, and the the consoles will have to wait until after that is fixed, which I kind of assumed needed to happen anyway. Because what I mean, part of the part of the issue is the performance. That's the thing that, no matter which way you cut it, is going to keep you off of consoles if they can't get that fixed. So that has to happen before they can do anything else. So it seemed a little silly to me, at least, to be acting like they were going to release on console before before doing some of that, or... I don't know. I, it's, it's probably just different ways of looking at it, right? They would have had to create these incremental um, performance improvements in order to, to finally get on board here. But then um, there's a couple of other... It, it's quite long, but there's... A few other comments in there that seem to indicate that perhaps additional content that was being held back may go ahead before console release. This is another one of our assumptions that extra content was being held back until all platforms could access Odyssey. And now because of this setback, perhaps that won't be the case anymore. I don't think they explicitly say that, but um, that seems to be the gist of it. Yeah, that's pretty much what you kind of get down to. So, yeah, and then and then the the he also does explicitly say that a major patch number six is on its way. It's in development right now. So where we had the five scheduled major patches, and then there was the roadmap was blank after that. Um, this change essentially means yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going until it's actually working correctly. Um, so I guess before I release this microphone, um, from my perspective, I, I took this as a generally positive step. I know it sucks to have more further delays to the console, but 
at the same time, I, I really don't think the console was going to happen any sooner than this anyway. It's just now being admitted to themselves or to us that, that that's the case. So I, I see this more as be, be openness, uh, more as, as admitting than changing of anything. Because I, I think whether they were admitting it to themselves or us, I think this was always what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so to me, it, it seemed it seemed positive. I like here. I like seeing Raven taking this, like taking this on to himself, because I kind of feel like, you know, to, to put this as politely as I can, you know, when we keep saying the CMs are not at fault here, the devs are not at fault, um, aim your aim your anger in the right place. Um, I believe that anger belongs in the boardroom, but mm -hmm. if David Braben is still at the helm here, then ultimately the buck stops with him. So this is, you know, if he's, if he's lost control, if this isn't his fault, that means he's lost control of the board, which means, which kind of seems like it is his fault <laughs> then. Uh, however indirectly so anyway that that's my feeling is it's kind of positive i was sort of surprised to as i observed the reactions of people i was a little surprised at some of the negative reaction when this post came out you know acting like I guess the negative reaction assumes that this delay wasn't always going to happen. Like, I don't see this message as a delay. It's just an admission of the delay. So yeah. that's that's how yeah. I saw it. And a lot of people were taking it like, oh, no, more delays. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, are, are you kidding me? Like, do you think this is working? <laughs> I think this game <laughs> is, like, in tip-top shape right now. So, anybody who's anyway. been paying attention since Odyssey lost, launched had to know this, this was what was going to happen. Right. Well, I, I didn't know it was going to happen. I really thought they were going to go and release it and then just patch the shit out of it. That was uh, you mean Freudian? on console too? Yeah, that was Freudian and accurate. Since honesty <laughs> lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Who who wants to? Anybody else wants to? I don't want to make you all talk. Should I go down the line? My, I don't know. My concern here is once again. They have said the right thing and have an opportunity to take control of the narrative and try to make something positive. At this point, I have zero faith that they're not just going to face plan again. And I hate feeling that way. I, but that's how Odyssey has made me feel. Because every time they have a chance to get ahead of something, even if it's just you know, messaging, and, and that's all this is, is just messaging. They, they didn't turn around and do something stupid and throw it all away. Okay. So to in order for them to throw, like this particular thing, though, has no dates attached to it. It just says yeah. later than we wanted to, and we're going to keep working on PC. So in order for them to fail, like what would be the criteria of failure for this? And I'm not really sure. I, I think they may have crafted a statement that they can't faceplant from. <laughs> but but again, the the past what, six weeks or so of Odyssey, six, seven weeks, have shown me that just when you think that they've got their legs under them and they're going to stand up, they find a way to fall down again. And I didn't okay. feel that way about the company before Odyssey launched. So, Would you say that you are cautiously optimistic or pessimistically cautious? Uh, 
I want to be optimistic. I really do. So I'm I'm going to say I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay. Because I'm I'm hoping that this message is is a way to tell the players, yeah, look, we realize console's not going to happen, and we're doubling down on fixing the problems. Right. Right. Um, shall I invite invitation for other comment? I don't believe I have a comment. It was pretty simple and straightforward. Okay. Covered well. They, they admitted Negative or positive that, reaction from you. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not like, like you said, it's not, a, it's not a surprise. It's not like this came out of nowhere. Like, Oh no, yeah. they delayed the console. Like, no, we knew that was happening. He just admitted it. And I'm glad that he did it himself instead of forcing the poor CMs to do it. That, that's true. That This message had to come from him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's pretty, it was a pretty straightforward statement, and I'm glad it was. That uh, way. And, and like we had talked about, not last week or the week before, but I think the week before that, we would rather have a roadmap with soft or non-existent dates tell us that they are actually working on the product, not dates that are going to fill us with false hopes. Right. Definitely. You don't, you don't necessarily have to have dates on a project to be able to, to have goals on a project. I think a better way to right. put it is I don't, I don't need dates. I need, I need goals. Like I need to know, like, I, I, I think the way I explained it last week was I need to know what they consider to be good. Yeah. Um, Cause it doesn't mm. like, I don't know. Like, like one of the things I used to tell my employees was uh, when I when I first brought them on was this is this is how you do things. This is what I consider to be good. Like this is my minimum good right here. Conveying expectations, right? And I don't feel like we have an idea as to what FDev considers to be good. Does that does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and another thing to add to that, if and this is true managing people or releasing software, if you don't set the expectations, people will set their own expectations and they may not match. Right. Yeah. Right. So what we want to know is a direction, not a, the day we're going to get there. We want to know like like you said, what what is considered good? Do and, and I think some of this comes down to the very first time that David Rabin came to us after Odyssey's release and essentially said, like, I know some of you are having performance problems, but I can run it on my 980 or whatever he said. Yeah. And so that was to me at the time felt a little tone deaf. It was sort of like, yeah, but it works for us. Um, he probably meant you know, we're trying really hard, but it seems sort of random because some of our lower powered systems seem okay. But that then that statement also came with like this thing where when we first released the game, we wanted it to run at 30 FPS on old-ish hardware for the sake of like that being their benchmark. And that's not, that's not considered okay nowadays for games. I don't really think it was considered okay for games back then, but especially in a game that's supposed to run in VR. Like you VR doesn't work at, at 30 hertz. Uh, wow. even if you can sort of get by in some situations, 
I mean, it, well, it's not considered good, but it, like from a non-elitist perspective, like you can play a game at 30 FPS. You watch TV at 30 FPS and you think the motion looks fine there. So like whatever. Most but, PlayStation games are at 30 FPS. So. Right. Yeah. And right. Exactly. So the consoles that are all playing it and playing been playing Horizons for years, like they don't know any any different, and it's fine. But that was a benchmark that was perhaps not a great one because because that's not considered fine, right? Well, on top right. of the low frame rate, it was stuttering too. Like I had it stuttering yeah. at over thirty frames a second, so. That was probably the more noticeable thing, and people were just like throwing the frame rate in there with the stuttering, thinking, "Oh, it's just the low frame rate." Yeah, well, it's easier to describe, right? It's measurable. Yeah. A frame rate is measurable. I agree because when I was when I still had Odyssey on this computer, like head to head, flat screen on on this versus Horizons, the thing you notice straight away, and this is like the the 3080 can brute force odyssey right i i really wasn't getting anything lower than 45 in the in the craziest situations on on max detail but what still felt strange is like anytime i look left or right to a menu or something like that it was like it was like all glitchy and strange for an instant and when i boot into horizons all that is gone like you look at a menu and it's much much smoother I I do think it's like something it's there's something about elite because when you like when you land at a station it's about to bring up station services there's this weird hang like even in Horizons yeah. there's this sort of strange moment and it's like a it's like a CPU thing it's not the graphics obviously because it's not having to draw anything crazy but like like I just did it there's this there's this moment you know where I click starport services where it sort of thinks for a second. And it, when you're in the VR headset, um, Oculus at least will show you this little hourglass sometimes if it's not getting frames drawn by the computer for a second. It'll show you like, oh, I'm waiting for the computer. And there will be these moments where you're playing um, Elite that that will happen. Like when I click on Starport Services, sometimes it hangs a little longer than others and there's a there's like a little the hourglass pops up in the headset. And in Odyssey, it's like, you can't even turn around and look at your inventory menu. You know, you can't turn around and look at your nav panel without it sort of like hangs for this fraction of a second every single time. That's what I was seeing. And so that that's not measurable. It's tougher. tougher I to wonder describe. how much of that is the lack of optimization. I don't know, because, it, you know, when they talk about optimization, they're talking about like, it drawing things that can't be seen, right? To drawing geometry and textures and stuff that can't be seen and just using up GPU time that way. Um, but that's that's only half the picture. Like, if you're talking about just the menu, like, what is it doing in the background? Why couldn't it have slowly... Why, why is it, you know, using a, a giant burst of CPU in that moment? If there was a bunch of data that needed to be loaded because I came into a station, why didn't that slowly trickle in over the 30 seconds or so it took me to to come from Super Cruise to, to the landing pad where it wasn't going to be noticeable because it's like happening as a as a little 10% process in the background. That would be the smart way to do that from a coding perspective. But I have no idea what's going on there, but something, when I look at that menu, makes it hang. So what is that? Like, because it's not drawing crazy graphics. Well, the, the problem in the station is that you know, it's it's not just rendering what you see out your window. You know, for every one of those little trucks that drives by in the station, it's rendering the driver, the hands on his stopwatch, and the number of French fries in his lunch. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, the clipping is an issue. But I, yeah, I, I've never understood. And even, like I said, in Horizons, it'll do that. There'll be that momentary pause when you switch over to a menu or when you go into station services. Yeah. And there's really, I mean, there's no graphics involved here, guys. This is a text menu. It really shouldn't be doing this. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Probably some still some issues with culling. It sounds like that's what you call it when it's trying to load everything. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and I guess what we're saying is like it can't just be that. I would love to hear one of these patch notes. You know, as they're searching for what's wrong, what's wrong here. You know, they're trying to make the graphics load faster, but when the menus are hanging, it's not the graphics. The graphics aren't the issue. I'm in this station, and it's loading the same amount of, or you know, close to the same amount of stuff here as when I turn my head. But if I turn my head to look at the nav panel, and that's what that's when it hangs. That means there's some data that's being accessed. When I look at that panel, it's like, oh shoot, I better come up with the information that's supposed to be in this panel. And that's causing a, a momentary hang. So that's different. I feel like there's something else hmm. behind the scenes there. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. I know it's there. I don't. I don't mean to say I don't. I'm not sure if that's a problem. Like that's clearly something. It exists in Horizons, but it's way worse in Odyssey. I guess because everything else is harder to run in Odyssey. Perhaps. Um, I, I. I don't know. I, this is turning it. This is an episode where I really wanted to like, not not say yeah, not that much because like I was like I don't even have Odyssey guys. Like I'm not the guy, but now I'm finding I'm talking all the time. But the the thing that comes to mind is when you are recoding the engine, when you're updating the graphics engine to make it look nicer, you also need to modernize it. Like there has to be something in there that's saying ah we're gonna utilize what we know now to be better techniques for draw calls on the computer, better techniques for rendering shaders that can make things look pretty but are more efficient so that we can do more with the geometry on the same hardware. Like these are the sorts of advances that need to happen. And the same thing needs to happen, not just graphics wise, you know, like if you're taking the time to go in and redo things, it has to be more efficient. Like if you're going to redo all the planet surfaces to make them look better and be more realistic in this way that you want it to happen. Like you have to have that opportunity to also lighten the load on the, you know, find a way of doing it more efficiently that lightens the load on your server, find a way to do it more efficiently so that when you're generating the geological signals or whatever, it doesn't take as long things like this that can't be done unless you go in and, and get under the hood and really change things. That's the opportunity to do that. And that's what I was I guess, apparently optimistically expecting when Odyssey happened. Um, but instead, it's like, we updated the graphics and made it look beautiful. And we updated the planet tech and make it, made it look beautiful. But in both cases, we just added a bunch of stuff. And it didn't make anything more efficient. It's way, way less efficient. The planet tech is doing strange things we didn't expect and repeating patterns and stuff, and we can't figure it out. It, it seems like it was... A, a big missed opportunity in that sense. And it's, to a certain extent, yeah, computer technology advances over five years, but, like, you don't want to make it so that your your game feels worse after an update like this. It, Does anybody... I, I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. I no, you I need to shut up. I, this is terrible. Does, does anybody remember back when 
David Braben talked about the code base update with yeah. before Odyssey. Like there was this yeah. great big thing where they're talking about they're going to do this great big code base update. Does it feel like they did that? No. They said That's they weren't yeah. closer to release. They didn't have enough they time. They changed their minds. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, then well, I missed that's that. That's the part we're missing. That's the that's the part I'm missing. Yeah. That's what I was expecting that didn't happen. Yeah. They just tacked things on top of the existing code base and didn't fix the underlying in, uh, uh, inefficiencies. Which, you know, it, it, it kind of feels like they put the cart before the horse a little bit there. Like, I don't think you can do these things without, you know, doing, you know, whatever code base, uh, code base updates he talked about doing, which... You know, everybody kind of thought that was going to be like a database update to where like some of the net code can handle better. And, you know, I'll tell you something else, two tracks. I think the problem you're describing, as weird as it sounds, I think it actually could be a damn uh, networking issue. Not let's not say your network. Don't misunderstand. I'm not so, saying that at no. all. Repeating, the repeating patterns on the new planet tech. Yeah, I could see that not getting a full connection to the actual server that hosts the yeah uh, yeah i think that yeah. it i, I think it's mm-hmm. very possible that a lot of these issues are actually network related or are bandwidth related it's not to say your bandwidth's bad that basically say that the server can't handle the amount of bandwidth that's happening because i feel like i have more issues when there's more players around me which you know uh yeah i've been playing a, a fair amount of odyssey these last couple of weeks and um, what I found is that when I'm by myself, I barely have any problems. But whenever I'm trying to wing up with someone, I mean, me and you, we try to play together for a couple hours one night on a stream before uh, you got your refund. And we really couldn't play together, you know? Yeah, it was strange. I mean, so I, I, I think there might be more to the networking side of things than what they're giving credit for. and. You know, ultimately, if it can't get the data to render where things are sometimes from the server, that could actually all go back to frame rate. So just, you know. Yeah, these things all could be connected, I suppose. Just technician ties two cents. So that's all I got. Except for the fact that <laughs> I'm only about three quarters of the way through this war and I'm out of ammo. So naming feed. <laughs> that's what materials are for. Yeah, Not feeding to community goals. That's what that's what shields are for. Ram him. <laughs> You're an Odyssey. I can drop in to preserve the instance for you to reload. I am an Odyssey. Send me a wing invite. Uh, but the the way you're describing it would be like, uh, the the bug son of the uh, carriers being the problem with so much lag when Odyssey first launched. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Well, that's an example of something that seems totally unrelated, but the root of the problem was this thing that... The server yeah, I mean, that's rise and not communicating well. And we already yeah. know that the mission server and the server that actually does the planet tech are all on different, you know, mainframes, probably stored in different buildings, too. Well, they're all the- Amazon Web Services, so yeah. they're virtualized anyway, but... That that doesn't matter so much these days, but um, you know we don't we don't know exactly how to we don't know exactly what it is or what's causing it, but it's 
obviously it's um, not a simple fix or it would have been done. I don't, I don't have like any doubt that, that, you know, that it would have been done if, if it, if it could be easily. But um, I guess I didn't, I hadn't even heard that like the code base refresh was canceled. Yeah. I thought it just was a, something I had high hopes for that, that didn't pull through. So, okay. When are they going to do that? I mean, so uh, there's, that makes me think about um, the way I see the, the on foot content in general and how people have been talking about how there's not much actual content there. It, it's a, it's a bit of a sandbox and really the only thing that's going on there right now, I guess, is just the grind to make your on foot stuff better and some, and some, uh, you know, battle, some first person battling. Um, but it's like a sandbox, right? And it's like something that needs to be there in order to create future content. Once we can walk, then we can start adding all these other things. We could eventually add ship interiors and we can eventually add other kinds of planets with thicker atmospheres, but the feed has to be there first. Uh, I think sort of like in a, in a metaphorical sense, the code base refresh is, is a similar thing. Like if you keep trying to tack things onto this without cleaning up the inefficiencies in the code, then you're going to keep having these problems where development is going to get more spaghettified. Yeah. The development continues to take longer than it should. And it's more difficult to find the bugs than it should be, or than it could be. If, if, you know, take, take this back to the, back to the bare bones and rebuild it more efficiently now that you know what you're doing and now that you know what things you wanted to put in it, like wings that can also exist with SRVs and fighters. You know, you figured out a way to shoehorn that in eventually. So, yeah. okay, somebody else somebody else wants to comment. I'm, I'm going to bow out here. No bowing. If, if, I no think bowing. Yeah, I mean, I think he covered it pretty well. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I do have some uh, an interesting take. Here we go. Okay. I believe Arf said during a stream like four months ago now uh, that they have plans to release content and to support the game until late 2022. Right? He was talking about the Rob? story. Okay. Yeah, storyline. Yeah. What are they going to do the next year? What are the next year? Um, they probably haven't planned the story out that far. Well, you know, Cobra Engine's not new now. What's it going to be like in two years? Yeah, it oh, sounds so like that's when the board needs to have another meeting and decide if they want to re-up for another year. Or if they want to rebuild the Cobra Engine and then take two years off or three years off. or I, I hate to say four or five, but if they if it takes that long to make a working product, product release the next installment of Elite. Yeah, that, that's actually in a conversation now. That's actually yeah, kind yeah. of a good point. Like, so the, let's just ask the question: Like, if 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 in a year or or maybe two years or whatever, if they come out with, you know, Elite Dangerous Two or whatever the hell they're going to call it, you know, is is that something that we Elite want them to dangerous, do? Dangerous, sir. The endangering. <laughs> oh my God! Electric what if it's Elite Elite? elite? <laughs> <laughs> elite harmless. Oh. <laughs> Well, okay. I mean, it's, to the real question, though. Yeah, like 
would we be okay at this point if they like like in a year they said hey in a year Elite Dangerous Two is coming out and you you know it's going to be you guys we're going to fast forward to 500 years or whatever the way it would make sense why we don't have our shit anymore um, and go from there. The important question is would you pre-order it? No, <laughs> if, it, if it's available on Steam on Steam Deck, maybe. But <laughs> hey, everything's available on Steam Deck. Didn't you read oh. the glorious, glorious rundown of what is included with Steam Deck? It turns out it's everything. Yeah, I kind of want to see it, but maybe I'll have I kind of thirty series card by then. <laughs> it can run control, so take that for you know, take that for what it's worth. All right. Dubs, what do you think about Elite 2 in a few years? Tell me. I mean, if it runs smoother than this, I guess that's okay. It's better than (laughs) continuously trickling out garbage. Give us a solid product. I'll wait a little bit. What do you think, Hate? All good things come to those who wait. Okay, let me add to the question. Is that is that necessary to to have it be a separate game? Could we just take time off and then just have it be the next major update the way they have been doing it? Eve Online has been around since 2003. We definitely could do just code refresh and produce more story and get more out of this game. Yeah. I mean, that's what I want. Yeah, me I too. Just, I just want to keep adding on. I, I'm, I don't know... I don't know how I feel about going to Elite Dangerous 2, if that's even a thing, if that's even a thing they're considering. Um, so I, I, have to, I look at, I know I'm kind of jumping in here, I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. I, look at, I look at the way the um, industry is, and the industry is basically, like I think about what they do with Assassin's Creed and how they're going to this... Um, uh, what's it called? This uh, soft, you know, the SaaS software as a service. Well, they're going to games yeah. as a service. Is what they're is what they're basically doing. And the idea, the ultimate idea behind anything as a service is that you can effectively get money out of it for forever because you keep updating it for forever. So it's a great yeah. idea, and you know, um, if it would work, it'd be wonderful. Um but they're going to have to give me a product that I feel like is worth me paying all the money again, not to mention rebuying my paints and rebuying all the, you know, rebuying all the things that I would have to rebuy, you know? Is it really necessary though, to take away the stuff that you have? Because there's, you know, if this game becomes, I mean, in, in a little bit of a sense, well, no, I was about to say it is sort of software as a service right now, but it, it's not because, for example, I don't have Odyssey, mm-hmm. um, but I'm but I'm still here playing. So, but but it, it is in the sense like it could be, and and it doesn't have to work any differently. Like I'm not logged into Odyssey, so I can't see the Odyssey people. They need to come back to load up Horizons before we can play together. And mm-hmm. if I ever get up to date again then I'll be able to see them. So there's no difference then, like, there's no need for it to be Elite 2 and it's totally different. That's, that's in, in a little bit of a sense, it's the same thing as, as what we have now. Like, Odyssey, sub that word in for Elite 2 because I can't see any of you people in the galaxy anyway. Yeah. 
I guess the yeah. only difference is we're affecting the same BGS, right? So that the only reason to make something Elite 2 is if you wanted to separate the two BGSs, right. which it doesn't seem like they want to do because part of the part of the value of their product is how interconnected and expansive it is. Well, something yeah. you got to think about, though, is that, you know, ultimately they're trying to make money as this and they they make they can make more money as a new game than they can as an expansion because it's easier to market that. They've kind of failed the expansion market with Odyssey. Does, it, does that kind of make sense? Hmm. I I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But again, they, like that's their that's the value of their product. Some of the value of their product anyway is yeah. that it's all the same galaxy. And they lose that if they, if they separate everyone in, you know, completely. Mm-hmm. So let's let's change the question a little bit more. What if they came out tomorrow and said, you know, we're we're suspending all further development on Elite as it is now. We're going to take eighteen to twenty-four months and completely pay service all of our technological debt and update the code. Yeah, that's not going to go over well. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't you know, do it now. They just sure. work new product. Right. But I mean, if they did that instead, if they did that instead, they should have done this a year ago. That's the problem. They're already too yeah. far in. Yeah. If if I mean, ultimately, if they're in a situation where they're seriously looking at Elite Two or whatever, that's I don't think that's a good idea from from a from a sales point of view. But I also see where. You know, as you know, resetting the counter or whatever you want to call it kind of makes some sense. You know, yeah, resetting the the sales uh, uh, goals or whatever kind of makes some sense from a from a from a developer's point of view. So I'm gonna go rearm dubs. It's, I do it's make the a player base issue, though, right? Because they have all these existing players, and part of their model is selling cosmetics. So they would have to... It's easier to get buy-in on an expansion when everyone knows how to play the game, basically. They're just tacking on a piece. If they right. make a whole new game, they have, to get a, they have to get everyone to completely buy in. So I think from a certain perspective, that's tougher to sell. I, I don't... Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't know how to sell a video it's, game. It's tougher to sell. It's tougher to sell to existing players. It may not be tougher to sell to new players. Well, you also have to remember that it's a situation where if you, if you, if you sell a game, if you sell a sequel, you're splitting your player base because inevitably some people won't buy the game. Splitting right. your player base inherently hurts. Everyone. Right. Uh, this is exactly why World of Warcraft hasn't done that, because they know they will split their player base and hurt and shoot themselves in the foot. But they're doing a great job shooting themselves in the foot and making the garbage they're making right now. So, uh, Beside the point, stay on right. target. <laughs> stay on target, got it. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it would do FDEV any favors to say, hey, we're going to work on Elite 2. Um. But at the same time, I also look at it like, from a you know from a from a investor point of view, well, everybody says Odyssey sucks, so what are we making next? Oh, we're going to make Elite Two. Okay, that'll make some money. I could see investing in that <laughs> to make money. 
because 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 you know what happens when when they make a car that sucks, they make car version number two, and it works. You know what happens when they made Microsoft uh, ninety five? They made ninety eight. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> You invoked Windows 98. That's all right. (laughs) There's probably a rule for that on a podcast. Um, I'll tell you what, Data is going to have the last word on Mm -hmm. this topic. Um, Splitting the player base. Didn't they do it already? Or what do you, I mean, the. They did split you away from the rest of us. They, they split, they split it somewhat, but, but, restate the question because I'm losing track. Yeah, yeah, I'm lost here. (laughs) What are your thoughts on the current evolution of the Cobra engine? Do you think we should have a code refresh or should they do a code refresh with a new game? And and what what insight do you have on that? I have zero insight because I don't know anything about code or computers. Or games. The most just, honest just, among us. <laughs> yeah, like I just, I just. Uh, look, guys, I, want, I just pull the trigger. I, I want the game to know. work, <laughs> and I want them to be upfront with their plan and what's coming up, and like this, the state of things. That's all I can really say about it. Okay. All right, all right, good talk. Let's regroup. So the final, the final, my final word on the matter is cheese. Yeah. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cheese would make everything better. Um, add cheese to the game. Have to have cheese when. <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway, that 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 post happened Monday, Tuesday was Super Cruise news. There was no new dev info. They kind of uh, restated a couple of things that they'd done. Um, and then talked about a bunch of uh, screenshots and other community stuff. Yay for screenshots and community stuff. Then um, on Wednesday, there was a small patch to fix um, some engineer recipes that had basically two, they were too costly. So there's a small patch and there was there was something else in it too. Oh, uh, the Visited markets are now tracked correctly. I think for one of the engineer unlocks, you're supposed to visit a certain number of markets or something to that effect. And uh, it was not correctly counting them. So now they will be correctly counted uh, from here going forward. Um, And the the people in the stream did make Bruce say, uh, sorry, I I should say the people in the stream today, Thursday, Thursday was the Let's Play stream. They they copied us and did a CQC Horizons party. Um, <laughs> but on the stream today, they the chatters did force Bruce to say that no, it's not retroactive, this Wednesday patch. So um, if you already bought the engineer and you already unlocked the thing, it's not going <laughs> to... Tough cookies. Well, whatever. I guess the unlock doesn't matter, but it's not going to give you back materials or something, uh, unfortunately. But um, going forward, it will now... Uh, count the recipes with the correct number of of things, and he kept saying it like that: the correct number of things, um, as if the game erroneously was charging people more than they intended. But I think it was charging what it listed, so they just changed the requirement to make it less onerous. So, um, that's that. I, does that deserve more discussion? Not really. No. 
How was how was CQC night? I missed. I missed how was that CQC night? night? I think it actually went really well. Uh, nobody streamed. I was sort of set up to stream, and then and then it looked like nobody was going to show up. <laughs> it looked like it was going to be uh, like like I, I popped in. I was like, well, I'm, I'm doing this, and then and then Chig came back, and then um, and so I was like, hmm, maybe none of this is going to happen. I think I think APOC was there, and then the whole thing just filled up. <laughs> about about ten minutes later, like it all filled up, and we filled an entire room. We had between six and eight people for several rounds, um, nice. kind of coming in and out. Um, and perhaps as a virtue of there being fewer players in CQC in general, we did not have trouble getting into the same match. We might have been the only match going on at that but, time of night. Yeah, we did have an extra two people alone in another match because we oh. had two strangers <laughs> playing with us. Interesting. We did have but strangers. We got to the top 10 on the CQC leaderboards squadron. Yes, we did. I'm, I'm finger waggling <laughs> in the air out of celebration. Yeah. Ty's I waving. Uh, I guarantee you I'll wave. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Oh, you know he's waving. Well, that, that's interesting because I, I couldn't be on. But yeah, I was talking to some people on Discord, and when I looked, it was sometime after seven my time, and I looked, and you know there are ten names in the yep. in the voice chat. It's like, oh yeah, this is going great. I'm sorry I missed it. So it's interesting to say that it looked like it wasn't going to happen in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was fun. There's no record of it because nobody streamed. <laughs> Too bad. Show up next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really fun. Actually, one interesting thing that I'll point out. Um, early on, when a bunch of people popped in, including people who weren't actually playing CQC with us, but we were just uh, we just took over the general chat because because why not? Um, so uh, a couple of people popped in, and someone questioned that we were in Horizons. We we played in Horizons, and um, and then it became clear that a few members of our community did not realize that I don't have Odyssey. <laughs> it was like what? there was a big explosion of somebody doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> and it was like a it was um I'm I'm picking on them a little bit right now. I mean no harm, you guys, but it was like how did you not, how did you miss that? It's like, well, I, I knew you were upset, but I didn't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. Uh, but that was very funny to me. Anyway, nobody has to follow my, my personal antics in, in the game to be a member of the community. And I don't mean to make fun of you guys. That's why I'm not naming them because I don't want to, I, I mean, no actual shame. I just thought it was funny. They revealed themselves for reading only the cliff notes versions of the podcast. <laughs> I actually have a quick shout out to APOC. Uh, I invited him on the show last week and I completely missed him. So I was kind of a jerk about that. I apologize. Yeah, but um, I think it's, I found out uh, that you are uh, trying to get the devs to fix my ugly uh, vet. So <laughs> yeah. you are, you are a hero and a scholar, sir. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't. I don't know if it's gonna work, but he's definitely pestering them about it. I mean, it'll never work, but I, they're just gonna answer, and they're gonna be like, "What? No, nobody cares about uh, that. Nobody's gonna want that gameplay." If they'll answer, answer, if they'll answer Teflon about Thargoid romance dialogue options in the future, they can answer <laughs> this question. Yeah, the the answer is we have we have no new news on the Ty's Corvette paint jobs. But other Corvettes, we're going to fix. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. 
That would be some funny shit. <sighs> all, all my vents are screwed up for. Oh no, they'll make it to where it's something that uh, you have to you have to buy, and they'll, they'll it won't uh-huh. be available to, for, to purchase for me for whatever reason. Yeah, it's a ship kit. Yep. Ten thousand works. You know, you can actually use your current. You can actually use the ship kit to cover it up. In fact, I've had a, a couple people tell me that. And I'm like, I know, but I don't, and I ha- I own the ship kit, but I don't want to do that. I like, I like the vet just the way it is. So, I mean, just the way it was mm. before, not the way it is right. now. It's ugly as shit now. Like the, it is now guys. for me. Stop worrying about it. Oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, that that's about all the the business I had for this podcast. I feel like this has turned into a kind of long one when I didn't mm-hmm. expect it to be. Any anybody else have uh, other comments and stuff they'd like to feature on the show? Yeah, I just want to add that every time we have had uh, a CQC night, it's been a blast. So if you haven't joined us when we do one of those, come out the next time. We'll do another one. Yeah. It's mostly it's mostly crap talking. And you don't have to pay for rebuys. <laughs> right. Also, yeah. a lot Everybody's of on an even footing. Jigs will steal us. your kills. He will lurk in the shadows, and he will wait for you to engage someone, and then Those he will mean. kill you both. Those yeah. Mean. yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have one quick thing. So for those that don't know, next are in August, Loose Screws hits two years. Oh yeah. Woo. Woo. Um. So I'm I'm looking for some ideas for a party night or something we could do. I don't know what to do on it yet. Murder ties dead again. I don't know. That's 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 our Christmas tradition, man. Okay. I don't I don't know if we're <laughs> gonna do Christmas, that. Okay. Ty tries to run away in a mamba while twenty people have flak cannons after him. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're gonna do yet, but I'm open to some <laughs> to some suggestions. Uh, right now, I'm leaning toward uh uh. Flood uh, dubs his carrier with something awful, like bio waste or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, he has total control it. over that. You yeah. can't flood a carrier. I know. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, we need to be able to flood carriers. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> not really. That's probably not a good idea. Anyway, if we can come yeah. up with something cool, that'd be great. So. So yeah, we need I- ideas. What would what would the listeners like to have for a party? Um, we can we can even combine things. Um, we could do some CQC. We could do something else. I, I like the the random like attempt to do this sort of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think we should do PvP and the only weapons allowed are flechette launchers. <laughs> you would win. But those are unlocks, though. That's the time. We, we go uh, on stream for every ton of Galavian brandy that's delivered. We take a shot. Oh, oh lord! lord. Oh. Every hundred tons. You do know that it takes seven tons. would probably actually kill us. If that was <laughs> for every hundred tons. For every thousand. That's tons. still too low. That's still yeah. too low. We'll actually die from this. <laughs> the final stream of blue screws. Uh, <laughs> we'll go out in a blaze of oh, alcohol God. poisoning. Yeah. Wow. Um, Don't worry, Dubs. I'm here, buddy. You know, you didn't have to go the whole way to the station. In Odyssey, you rearm as soon as you enter Super Cruise. Oh, yeah. I knew that, too. Wait, still? 
This yeah. is yeah. the first time in history that they didn't immediately fix the beneficial to players they bug. Fixed, I don't know they why. fixed the stupid uh not stupid. They fixed the off-colored 07 pad faster than they fixed this. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't even want them to fix that. Like I wanted yeah. that to stay. <laughs> I would they fixed it so fast. I would pay for an off-colored 07. I'm just saying. I know. I'm I'm going to bring it up again. Guys, fix the 07 pad with the purple color scheme. I'll even give you some arcs. I'll give you a couple extra arcs to let me make that 7 green. That's all I, that's all I want. Super. Why, Dubs, I'm doing this all uh, FA off. Nice. All right. Well, it seems like we're winding to a close now, <laughs> so um, we're going to get off the, the show and, and hopefully run a few more CZs. Uh, once again, Loose Screws needs your – Loose Screws needs you. Um, turn up in V640 for the war, and uh, this is the last day. Let's let's put it to him, and then hopefully after this we won't have to worry about him anymore because it's got to be the most annoying ghost player oh. group we're going to have to keep going to war with independence to take more stations. Like we can't not own the large stations at the A star. So mm -hmm. this is going to happen again. No, but isn't at this least, for system control? Yeah. yeah this is just a big system control. So yes. They're going to have a, they're going to have a lot tougher time after this. Yeah. All right. Um, that's going to do it for the loose screws podcast this week. If you like the show, please rate and review, you know, the deal. Um, find us on Discord, discord.io slash loose screws, and check out the merch store at loosecrewsed.com for mugs, t shirts, hoodies, all that kind of stuff. Um, thanks everyone for joining me. Dubs, hate, data, Nurgle, tie. And we'll have to just. Um, does somebody, does somebody want to come up with a name of cheese or a beer or anything like that? I don't know. What, what are we doing? I'm going to throw one of these in here. What's a good, what's a good cheat? You know what? I like, I like, so please somebody cut me off. <laughs> what's, what's the, what's the bag of like liquid cheese you can buy at Walmart and put on taquitos? That's the cheese right there. No, we're not doing that. No. God. That cheap microwavable plastic nacho cheese. Amen. Yeah. Put it on okay. some taquitos and you got you a dinner. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Mix that with a little bit of Bud Light. Man, we got it. Hold Classy. on. Hold on. Light beer is a sham and it's dreadful. If you're going to drink a beer, just uh, drink a full flavored beer. Look, look, hey, don't hate on me because I enjoy simple things. Bud Light's fine. Bud it Light's gets fine. the job done. <laughs> okay. As far as American Pilsners go, it's all right. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for joining. See you out there. Keep it loose and screwy. Bye. Bye.